I mean, it's ridiculous that Omaha Steaks can still afford to offer this this deal that they have in place for us. How have they not pulled this thirty nine ninety nine dollar <laughs> deal? Yeah, from the table. I thought, you know, I pictured it like a little carrot that they're going to dangle and then and then whip out of yeah. out of sight, out of reach. Try like, our steaks; they're delicious. Goodbye. Now we're going to make the price go back up. Yeah, no, uh, uh-uh. but, but then we got this a- email saying, "Go ahead and do it again because the price is still thirty nine ninety nine. Still in effect, thirty nine ninety nine. That's 80% off of this entire summer grilling package with Omaha Steaks. We love these guys. They're at omahasteaks.com. If you go to the Brooklyn, if you go to omahasteaks.com and then you uh, type in Brooklyn, uh, the drop down will appear with Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Click on that and you're going to see what's in this giant package two filet mignons, two beefy top sirloins, four juicy boneless pork chops. We got four all-beef Omaha steak burgers in there, four traditional kibasa sausages. Four boneless chicken breasts. Also, uh, don't forget about their award four award-winning gourmet jumbo franks, an Omaha steaks seasoning packet, and four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets. Absolutely I have, I have free. I say, I would almost pay the $39.99 just for the four apple tartlets. Just for the free dessert? They're that good. You're a free dessert kind of guy. This is where it's at. It's $39.99 at omahasteaks.com. Type Brooklyn in the search bar and uh, add that grill-ready collection to your cart. Yeah, <sighs> it's still summertime. It's still grilling. It's perfect. And not only that, Brody, um, my father gave me some feedback and said, dude, I don't oh, know why. Oh, Anthony. Anthony. Tony. Oh, Tony, Tony, right. Tony, Tony yeah. was telling me. He goes, Anthony, the filet mignons. Because I gave my father the filet mignons. Forget about it. Because I, I can't find this kind of freshness in the grocery store. I'm, I'm going online and I'm getting it. Fresh steaks, the best at Omaha Steaks. Why, why are you giving me that look, I'm bro? giving you the look because I have the reverse. So when uh, we got our shipment a couple weeks ago, we made everything like the first week and then the second weekend, whatever we had left over, we made, right? Yep. And so this weekend, my wife grilled again, but we were out of Omaha Steak and Omaha Burgers. So she got them at the supermarket. She needed some burgers real quick this weekend. And so my daughter says... What's wrong with these burgers? <laughs> and my wife said, what do you mean? She goes, these aren't like last week's. What's wrong with them? So my wife says, so look, excuse me the look like, oh, yeah, because yeah. they're not the Omaha steak burgers. So now I got to stock up again for this weekend so my picky daughter, who clearly noticed the difference, doesn't get upset. Exactly. And by the way, we have uh, all these people tweeting us their screenshots of their order. Yeah, they, keep that coming. Yeah, they they cannot believe this deal. We can't believe it. We we talk about it off the air all the time, how they can afford to do it. But they're great people at Omaha Steaks. We want you to support great businesses. OmahaSteaks.com. Type Brooklyn in the search bar and get that 80% off the entire package for just $39.99. You get everything we just spoke about. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport, and you are listening to the Brooklyn Boys Podcast with Brody and Scary. I got to do another fucking take because you guys can't figure out whose name should go first. It's Brody and Scary. It's Brody and Scary? Scary and Brody. So why the fuck do I got I to do two takes to me? All right, and uh, this is Michael Rappaport, and you are listening to the Brooklyn Boys Podcast with Scary and Brody. You know you know why it's Brody and Scary and not Scary and Brody? Because Scary didn't want me on his podcast. That you fuck you. It's Brody and Scary. That's the way it is. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 47. This is the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. I'm David Brody. Yeah, yeah, you are. I don't care, man. Whatever. Well, you know what? But this is episode 47. 
Episode 46, I think we have to put a little little star next to it. Why is there an asterisk next to it? I think I think it's like a milestone episode for us. We think we've turned a corner on 46? No, no, no. All of our episodes are great. But this one was like six months of us trying to get him. You turned him down. We we The apology. We threw it on the table. It, tr- That's it the guy there. who said no to you six but, months but ago. Let's let's not forget that I was instrumental in getting him on the podcast. Yes. Uh, okay. I actually helped get I really played an instrumental role in getting yes, him on this free. Because our listeners guilted you. I guilted you. No, I, it actually no, when, when when it came down, you know, and, and we gotta give props to C three PO, the president of podcasting, yes. who was also behind yes, it. Yes, he well. made, he helped make it happen and uh uh, yeah, it all came out, and uh, a lot of people seem to really like the episode. You know, I'll read some some tweets later for some really positive Rappaport feedback. Rappaport off the air after it was done was thoroughly enjoyed himself. Uh, behind the scenes, he was like, "Dude, we got to do this again sometime." I mean, really, really cool. Yeah, he guy. wants to come back. I like that. I wonder how his show went at the Gramercy Theater uh, last week. I looked on on social media. People seem to have had a great time. Some of our listeners bought tickets to his show in Philly coming up. Oh, that's they great. They tweeted us, so... Nice. Well, we, yeah. like, we like that. Well, let, well you know, let me read uh, a couple of tweets then about Michael, and we'll move on sure. from Michael. And I don't know. Let's, and I got some email about Michael uh, while at, we're on the topic. At the Chad Clark, uh, a very frequent tweeter, he said, okay, thanks about something else. By the way, bloody fantastic episode of the Brooklyn Boys podcast last week. Never knew of Michael before. I heard him mentioned... Uh, uh, oh, never knew of Michael before I heard him mentioned on an earlier podcast. Huh. People hmm. didn't know Michael Rappaport. Huh. But wow, nonstop laughing throughout the podcast. Love that. All right. I got a, an email from Brian J- Bryant Jones uh, to the Brooklyn Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Just started listening to the podcast a couple of weeks ago and have been binging hard. I have to say the last episode with Rappaport was great. Shout out to Michael for being a huge fan of The Real Housewives. I hate reality TV, but my fiance got me hooked. The Re- The Real Housewives of New York is now my favorite reality TV vice. Brody, please watch a few episodes so just so we can hear you rant about it. Love the show, guys. So that was from Bryant. And let's see, another one about Rappaport. Another one. Another one from Mark Jaro. Uh, this was the best podcast ever. My wife and I listened in the car on our road trip. Holy shit. You fuck you. The best. I no, see, it's you fuck you. You fuck you. I see more crossover podcasts in the future. I hope this one blows the numbers through the roof. I wonder how the numbers are doing on that, Brody. Doing well, quite well. Any other uh, feedback? I mean, we have a, a ton on Twitter that I just can't keep track of. Uh, but you maybe got it. Yeah, K-Glias, K-A-Y-G-L-E-A-S. Favorite episode yet. Love you guys. Uh, The Guy Corner, NYC, loved it. Good. Curlyock, C-U-R-L-Y-O-K. This week's podcast was the best by far. Love you guys. Also, shout out to Curlyock, who sent a photo of a tweet from Mr. Drew Scott, who we love from the Property Brothers, who said, we'd like you to be a part of our wedding, and wrote a part as one word. Oof. Oh, Mr. Oh, Drew Scott! Come on now. That's not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hope that some assistant wrote that for him. By the way, so now that we had Rappaport on, who's our next get? Who who do we need to? Who do we have to go after next? We need our uh, the Brooklyn slices. What, what are they? Are they fan army? We gotta. Yeah, we gotta settle I, this I, fan I, army I thing. I like slices. The Brooklyn slices. You like I it? I don't know. I, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Oh, um, the Brooklyn slices. We need you guys to to tweet at our next. Um, Target. Well, let us know who you think we should target. Yeah, who should we have? Who would fit well with the Brooklyn Boys? You know who does fit well already from listening to the past episodes. 
Um, and if you didn't hear, wait, if you heard these episodes and didn't hear some of the episodes, you have to listen in order. I mean, don't forget we had the fat Jew on. He was good. Yep. We like Sebastian. Uh, are we are we looking into his, uh, critical feedback? Yeah. Why not? Listen, I'm I'm okay with anything. All why? Right, so, are there people out there that are criticizing us? Well, I, we got some feedback from a fan. As long as it's just not nasty. No, 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 no. I, I appreciate constructive criticism. Yeah, There's no, a difference, is, well, by the way. This is this is their opinion. Okay. Uh, it's from Sammy Sam eighty. Uh, she posted this on iTunes back in June. Uh, she wrote Brody and Scary. She spelled your name wrong, but that's okay. Um, oh, that, oh, that's all right. Yeah. But if she spelled your name wrong, you'd have to correct her. I'd absolutely. She spelled your name with one e, two r's instead of two e's, one r. People do that all the time. Uh, that would be scary. Uh, first of oh, she wrote meant. I guess you meant first of. First of, uh, yeah, first of, let oh. me tell you both that I love you. She's having trouble uh, forming No, 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 sentence. it's first of. I read it wrong. Each week is filled with laughs, and it makes my job a little easier to get through. With that said, every episode we get promised more and more, and you keep failing to deliver. How's that possible? We e- delivered Rappaport. Episode 40, we were told that you would be doing two episodes that week, and it never happened. Oh, boy. Sometimes we don't have studio time, and our goal is to do two. But we don't say we're going to do two, knowing we're not going to do two. Our goal is to do two, and sometimes we can't get the studio. Let's face it, Brody. We're never going to get two on in a week. Uh, Each episode, Brody uh, keeps promising more and more rants. He never does. That's not true. Not true. Now, if I promise a rant, like I might say, oh, I have a rant coming up, blah, blah. And then we do an hour and a half podcast that's still what we believe is entertaining, and we don't get to the rant, I do it the next week. Yeah. Listen- we appreciate Sammy Sam that she wants to hear it. That's Sammy a good Sam. sign. Uh, I keep listening because he builds suspense by talking about them and then saying, I will save that until next episode. So I tune okay, in but, next episode to be. I'm but o- are yeah. they tuning in only for that? Like, I feel like. I really want to give you five stars th- because you are worth it. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But until you do as you say, I'm sorry, I'll have to keep it at three stars. Three. St- we are not a three. Even at that, with those complaints, those gripes, we're not a three-star podcast. We're, it's at least four. Well, the good news is Sammy Sam likes us. So, you know, how do you even rate? This is why I have a problem with reviews on Yelp and all these services and, you know, Google, Google ratings. It uh, sucks. To me, that, that yeah, there's but- no... There's no barometer. What's look, the real barometer that look, separates I one star from two by the way, from I wrote, three? I'm going to jump ahead to my unused jokes from the show because it, it falls in line with what you were talking about. Uh, the show was talk, Elvis Duran Morning Show was talking about Amazon reviews and, and how realistic they are, how legit they are. And I said, well, I looked up on Yelp and Yelp gives Amazon reviews four stars. <laughs> so that's a joke but, within a joke. Right, but... But do you see where I'm coming from, Brody? I mean, it's like all those Yelp reviews where they the service was off, so they go from five stars to one star. But you didn't talk about the food. Like the food was great. No, look, she gave us awesome three stars. Time. No, she didn't give like, us no stars. I'm talking about Yelp reviews she now. Didn't Abe seventy seven us the first time around? No, I know. But what I'm saying is, this is why you can't really lend credence to the star to the stars because then all of a sudden you have. A collection of that, the average, and something might well, be no, averaged at 3.7 when it should have like 4.8 stars because all those assholes took all the uh, but, points off. Hold on. For but, like, but Sammy Sam is not not what you, the word you just used. No, I'm not talking about... I'm talking now... I'm going back to You're food. Like I'm going back to Amazon. food. Oh, I'm going okay. back to like product reviews okay. and consumer reviews on food. For sp- like, 
right with restaurants, it resonates with me because I know when a restaurant is quality, when it's being written up by several critics, when several places right. and several forums if I look give on, something, the food, the food, amazing right. review. And all of a sudden you go to Yelp and it's like a point and a half lower because Well, I just, I don't appreciate say, when people give one star, they'll say, I ordered delivery and it was late. One star. Right. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's not, unless, that bothers listen, me. If you ordered from there four times, it was late four times, you, you want to give them a one star review, I get it. But if you, like, oh, I went in and the hostess was rude. One right. star. That doesn't detract. Yeah, but the thing is, that doesn't speak to the quality of the food. Now, if I you went to the manager and the manager was rude about the hostess, then I would go, all right. But you want to you be able to go it's in the there. experience. Brody, you want to be able to, to, to know about the food. I want to know, am I eating good or am I going to be in the fucking crap well, for here's the next what I would two say. hours? Here's what I would say. Like, I want to know, know the quality. No, no. I want- here's what Yelp should do, like Zagat does. Yes. Yelp should have a service rating and a food rating. Right. Like, like if I get Chinese takeout, I want to see four stars on the food, two stars on delivery. Yeah. Because a lot of times, I'm going to pick it up. I don't care the delivery is Thank shit. you. That's what I'm saying. So I went to a place recently, and, and I had to read all the reviews, and it was like a, a, it was like three stars, two and a half stars. I've I'm seen- like, Chinese takeout, if it gets two and a half stars, that means the food's pretty bad. So I look at all the reviews, great food, best food, great best, food, yeah. solid lo mein, whatever. And I look at all the bad reviews, it's all delivery times. Exactly. So yeah. go pick up the food, and you get to eat the great food. But the thing is, by just glossing, like just like just kind of no, broad strokes, gonna... broad strokes over these over these uh, menu, uh, you know, over these restaurants, you're not really like you, you're not you're not getting the um, the full effect. You, 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 I want to know the quality. Okay, the quality. So for Sammy Sam, right? Sammy Sam, right? Sammy Sam eighty. Yes, this is this Sammy brings me right back. Full I'm going to do a really good rant on Chinese food delivery later in the podcast. I, Just for Sammy Sam. J- Sammy Sam yeah. coming up. Huge. I, I get Chinese story. food. Chinese food delivery. Rant coming right up for you, Sammy yeah. Sam. Yeah, she just reminded me. Okay. Terrible experience this weekend. Right. But please don't take points away, major points, and give it one star if the food is awesome at a place. Because someone like me will just gloss over it then and be like, ah, I guess the food sucks here. But the food is great. But your service sucked. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Now, here's one I didn't get. Yeah. This, this is a four-star review. Four to five stars. For what? From Jackalobe25, which I'm assuming they're a fan from the old show. Yeah. Says, totally honest and real greatest podcast, a must listen, have been a fan from episode zero. Now, does that sound like a four out of five star review? That sounds like a five out of five to me. What the fuck? Okay. What the fuck? So what the fuck? So what what is that? What the fuck did he say? Okay. Or she say? Let's analyze it. Let's let's read through. Totally honest and real. Okay. We pride ourselves in that. Greatest podcast. The greatest podcast. Wait now. A must listen. Exclamation point. Have been a fan from episode zero. Perfect. Where is the room for improvement? The greatest podcast. Jackalope 25. And what do they go? What do they continue to say? That's it. Maybe maybe their finger was fat and they hit the wrong button. They 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 kind of like Kind of nudged the wrong button. That's like whoops, nah. and their their, their their thumb went to the nah. left instead of the right. I don't know what's going on there. Something in the water. Any other four star reviews? Yeah, there's a lot. I, yeah, I'm gonna kiss our own ass. No, there's other reviews that are really good. Let's see. I think I no no I'm not reading that one. Uh, yeah, let me see. These are some good ones. This and is where, from, where is this on iTunes or on Google? iTunes? iTunes, iTunes. Uh, five stars from 
Sweet Symphony. You don't have to read the good ones. We don't need to stroke ourselves. I just want to know where we have to get better. Well, how about, uh, oh, I can't even read this person's name. It's like me and a lot of numbers. M-E, blah, blah. I've listened to them all, parentheses, in order. And episode 46 with Michael Rapport is best. Okay. Is best. That must be like uh, the First Lady's campaign, be best. It's best. Is best. Is best. Is best. You can't argue with that. But that person gave us five stars. They didn't write is best three stars. Yeah. Jackalope 25. What the F? Yeah, that happened to me on eBay, by the way. Jackalope gave No, somebody said this guy was the best, awesome, quick service, pro to deal with, and then they gave me one star. For what? It was a mistake. Oh, eBay. eBay. Yeah. Great shit, you know, fast shipper, everything, the whole thing, great communication, one star. I got it. It per- totally got, lowered my rating. I got it. Well, that, that that's on the service. As long as they give you a positive, well, people only look at the, the 100% positive feedback. Yeah. Anyway. F them. Um, so I shit my pants the other day. Which reason was this? Which one? Well, I didn't shit my pants. Oh, is I shit that, my pants. This is the email you got. Yeah. All right. Explain this email again. Should we just, should I just go right yeah, in? Yeah, read this oh, email. Let's, let's, I'm going to read the email as it came into right. me. This picture just. Minding your own business at 9 o'clock in the morning at the radio station. And all of a sudden, this random email comes in. And in the subject line of the email is one of my passwords that I used to use. And I, I'd used it for, at the time. for I've, I've changed it since. Yes, my password is in the subject line of the email. Yes, penis so, five. <laughs> so, so you know that this is going to get my attention. And the person writes... Let's get straight to the point. I do know that blank is your password. They repeat it. More to the point, I know your secret, and I have proof of it. You don't know me personally, and no, and no one employed me to look into you. It's just your hard luck that I discovered your blunder. Well, I placed a malware on the adult videos and sex sites and all the websites that you have fun to, if you know what I mean. While you were watching video clips, your browser started out functioning as a remote desktop with a keylogger, which provided me accessibility to your display and webcam. After that, my software obtained every one of your contacts from your social networks as well as mailbox. Now, th- then they go on to say that they've created a situation where one part displays the video I was watching, the second part displays my webcam, and then they go on Brody to bribe me. They say, there are two choices here. You could ignore this letter or simply pay me $3,200. An odd amount. Right, which is also, on. yeah, it's a weird amount, yeah. Uh, option one, ignore this. Let me tell you what is going to happen if you choose this path. I will definitely send your video that they made and all of the, contents of my webcam, which apparently they broke into, and offline conversations, and I will send it to your entire contact list, including close relatives, coworkers, and many others. It will not save you from the humiliation that you will feel when friends uncover your dirty videos from me. The second option is to pay me $3,200, and then they go on to give me instructions that I can leave it into Bitcoin. Yes. And and we want a specific real Bitcoin wallet or whatever they use. First off, I know you can't reply to them. No. But if you could, please let them know I don't want to see the video. Don't don't send it to this coworker. 
Second um, of all, they, oh, and then they give me this ultimatum and they say that I have two days to make the payment. And if they don't have the payment in 48 hours, right. that uh, they are going to go ahead and put me on blast. Now, you came in the next day to work. You came to my desk and you said, look at this. You made me read it. And you were shaking. You were. Well, you obviously were thinking about it. So the right well, no, because little... the thing is, you know. I don't know. The thing that gets me is they say that they had control of my webcam, which has also control of my microphone. I was more concerned with the access to the microphone and conversations. Listen, I I do business and not not do my business. Not, not, not go to, I don't not Greg T. Where I take shits on the floor. I I do business. I talk um, openly. You know, to several companies and people, you know, about whatever. Right, you bad mouth your coworkers. I get. Yeah, in my living room, and I sit in front of that computer in my living room, and I edit phone taps. I do another podcast with my friend Cheryl. Yeah, yeah. Plug for speaking volume. Okay, so let me let me backtrack okay. for a second. And do- we see each other on the webcam, right. and we we talk offline about what we're now, gonna talk. Do you about. ever do any of that naked? No. You don't sit in your own house naked? Well, I mean, I've been there in my t-shirt before. That's not naked. No. Okay, so I so the first thing I said to you was. The crux of this email right. is that they have you on your webcam watching porn and, and diddling yourself. Well, that's what I was afraid of, but I didn't do that. No, no. So I said, have you done that? <laughs> and your eyes rolled to the back of your head like, and you looked up like you were thinking about it. No. Yeah, you did. You were like, uh, I don't think so. No, but that wasn't. No. And so, no, no. And then once you said, no, I've definitively, I don't do that. I said, well, then it's bullshit. Right. And then I said- Well, that's why I wasn't scared. I'm like, they ain't going to fucking get a dime out of me because there's nothing. But what I was really what I was really afraid of, though, Brody, was the the thought of, like, what did I say on that that was, you know, on that camera? Yeah, but they didn't anyone, say or, that. Or, no, because no, the green light is on. And, and once, if they have access to the microphone, then they have, they have access to pretty much me in my apartment being me. And that's the kind of shit that bothered me. Yeah, but then I, I... Listen, dude, if you're asking if I've ever jacked off on my camera, I've never done that. Okay, I don't need I can, to... I can definitively tell you... You just put that into people's minds. I don't I'm sorry, you. but I've never done it. Okay. I've never but done then that. I that's said never to been, you, by the way, that's never been me in my okay, life. But then, but your, but your, uh, your computer is in your living room. Right. The thing that got me slow, that made me slow my speech and be like, wait a second, is... Did I go to any adult sites? Right. You know, have I checked out? Because, you know, for the show, for research, whatever. Yeah, yeah, research. Or, or people, no, we click. Research. In no. case Elvis decides to talk about straight porn, you're checking it out. <laughs> no, but there are times where, you know, people say, click this link. Or, you know, my buddies will send me a filthy video. Like, oh, right, look at this. Right, your buddies, your buddies. Something with a meme or something crazy. Right. You know, the, all that stuff that says but then, NSFW. Yeah, but here's the part that surprised me. What? So I said... Your webcam is in your bedroom? And you said, no, it's in my living room. It's in my living room. So I said, maybe, I said, have you ever had sex in front of the camera? Like in the living room? No. And you swore to me, swore to me, you have never had sex in the living room of your apartment. I have not. How is that possible? Because my couch is like, cost too much money. That's an expensive (laughs) fucking sofa. (laughs) Dude, come on now. Dude, if your girlfriend was all hot and heavy all over you on the couch, you'd be like, uh, let's go to the cheap bed because this couch is too nice. No, to my have... bed is. Ex- I have a Tempur-Pedic mattress in there. It's more. It's just as expensive. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. If you, I swear to God, if you mention where you bought that bed from, don't so, do that. No, no. I'm not going to do it. No, I don't want to hit the jingle. I'm not in the mood to do the jingle. Okay, but you won't have sex on your couch because it's expensive. It's leather. You can wipe everything off. No, it's disgusting. I don't. I don't know. I've never been a. 
I'm more of a traditional guy. I'm very... Missionary, that's it? I'm a very traditionary... No! Traditionary. I, no, no, traditionary. The hell is traditionary? <laughs> that's a missionary position yeah, for traditional traditionary. people. I'm traditionary. <laughs> Hashtag traditionary. Hashtag... No, so... You're, yeah. do- you're not your doggy style? <laughs> but no, the thing is, I, I, just, I don't get busy in my living room. So I, I could have short... No. Bathroom? No, I could have shown you of all that. Shower? No. None of it. Dude, the only I, place. Dude, oh. I, have, I have a fucking balcony and I've never used it to its fullest extent. Wait a minute. When you go to a hotel, though. No. Really? No, I'm traditional. But yeah, but your girlfriend seems everything else is non-traditional Everything else is filthy. Your shower's filthy? The store, the, the, the floor, the rugs and stuff. and No. Uh, whatever, but that's not the point. Well, yes, it's the point. But never on the floor? Can we go back to the part where I was scared shit? Never in a chair? Can we go to the- No. I don't know. Why would anybody want to swing with you? I don't know. From two weeks ago. Imagine you were swinging with those people. All right, I'm bored. They're like, let's do it in the hot tub. And you're like, nah, let's go to the bed, missionary, with your wife. <laughs> Listen, let's, can we get back on track? Yeah, yeah, back on track. Sorry. Back on track. So, so mm, the point of my story was, um, I didn't. I knew that I had nothing, they had nothing on me, except for maybe, well, wait a second, what if they have access to all the files in my computer? And who knows what's in my computer? Ooh, and again- you- no, you again, video, going you have back video to video of yourself having sex in no, the bed. No, not video of me. Okay. But but any anything that I might have like downloaded accidentally. Well, or, the guys sent you. Well, your buddies. The guys, yeah, no, no. Your buddies would have sent you. But that's normal. We all we all get stuff that's not safe for work. You we do. Sent, you never send me anything. I never you want some? I'll put you on my list. No, I know where to find adult uh, content. Thank you. We got groups of, my, my friends and I have a group chat going on. And sometimes they send like memes and stuff that is completely like not. Not savory yeah, at all, sends, but not necessarily nudity. Who sends the porn anymore? In it the nineties, you couldn't find it, it. What if it was some? So, what if it was some some off color something that somebody sent me, and then all, and then ah, that's excusable. No, it's not. But the point is this: I just felt betrayed. I, I felt like I was violated. Right. So then, what'd you do? I, you, went, vul- you went vulnerable to, and violated right. for that so reason. You went so to our IT guys. No, no, here, no I right? went to the IT guys. Right. And he's telling me, like, look, scary. You know. This password, you know, this could be a breach of anything. They could have your, uh, you know, your Apple ID and all this stuff. And it was, it was brutal. So I started changing my password and name and everywhere, everywhere I went, right. I did, I changed everything, Brody. And Elvis, I even told Elvis, and he goes, "Dude, you got to call the FBI." Yeah. So um, I later that day, and by the way, this is now a public service to everybody listening to this podcast. Um. Not just a long-winded story so I could hear myself speak. Um, I spoke to the FBI um, and the woman on the other line. After I started reading her the email of the letter, she started quoting the letter and reading ahead for me. So they had gotten the exact same yeah, one. Yeah, as if to say, right? Uh, we get thousands of these every day. Can I so, tell you, if I might add something? Anytime you get a virus pop up on your computer, like send money to the Russians for you know ten thousand dollars, and it's in Russian, I've gotten that. Um, or if you get any kind of like pop up virus that says send money, or you think all you have to do is take the words and Google them. Yeah, and if I you, later found if that you would have just taken that email, yep, and popped it in and Googled those words, yes, you would have seen typical scam, blah blah blah. You right. Know. So the FBI person said, "Look, um, this is what's going on." You know some sucker somewhere sent that person money. Well, that's what the FBI told me. They said that that this Bitcoin wallet or whatever is up to $485,000. And the scam was only noticed and uncovered. Uh, it's only been known for like two or three weeks. So 
in three weeks, it's gotten a lot of traction and it's gotten a lot of people really flustered. So, so much so that they are they believe it. Because I gotta tell you, as I'm standing here, I don't I don't fucking fall for the bullshit. Oh, there's a there. You know, you won money in this this lottery, or hey, here's a free cruise. Click here, or or some 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 prince from Dubai wants to give me his wealth. I I don't fall for any of that shit. But this fucking email looked legit. If there's four hundred thirty five thousand dollars in that account, yep. How many people? One hundred thirty six already, roughly. So the FBI people said, look. Um, it's a problem. That, wait, but you realize not only are they stupid, they're jerking off in front of their webcam. <laughs> that, I thought the same thing. Because, you know, it's not like one of those scams where the old lady gives up so, her all her money that she saved. Right. And she right because in order for you to pay this money, you have to know for a fact That's right. you're whacking it to porn in front of your webcam. Right. That's why God created duct tape. You put duct tape over your webcam, or so I've read. Well, I, I gotta say shout out to Sam. Sam Capolino, producer Sam. Yeah. She, I told her this story. Her jaw dropped. She went out and she. Bought I've these, seen that video, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she bought these little, um, these little webcam uh, slots. They're actually, um, they're windows, uh, and they affix to your webcam. She bought. They come in packs of six. They're cheap, and you they affix to your computer. And not then, a sponsor. Not a sponsor. They should be though. And they affix to your computer, and then you could slide the window open and close. And it's neat. And it's not it's not duct tape, which is messy and sticky. This this is an actual permanent fixture that on your webcam. So you could slide the window closed when right, you don't but want in the, fa- the, in the webcam. Fairness, though, if you need to cover up your webcam, it's already messy and sticky. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But, but I will say this now. So so all these people are falling for it. So if you are one of these people that have gotten this email, it's a scam. Uh, that's lesson number one. Number two, with your free hand, yeah. don't reply to it. <laughs> and you, the number two, you definitely want to take the words of the email and Google it. Put it in Google search, yeah. and you'll see several articles come up with that to know it is a scam. Right. This guy got your password. Doesn't mean he has porn. He makes it very technical sounding, right. so that you're like, oh, he's got keystrokes and malware, and he does all. I'll I'll give you some keystrokes. And then finally, Yikes. and then finally, we found out that this particular scam that's going around is specifically from the LinkedIn password dump of 2016. Oh, which means, by the uh, way, the password dump of 2016. I saw that movie as well. You did? Yeah. <laughs> was it great? Was it all the? It was yeah. shitty. Hi all. But yes. So yeah. So if you are a LinkedIn person, and you were asked to change your password recently, like I was, and that's another reason I don't use LinkedIn. I'm linked out. You're done. Yeah, don't right. hit me up. Yeah. I'm not going to... No, I don't want your professional contacts. You got people that ask you for LinkedIn to yeah. join your LinkedIn? I think I bitched about this in an earlier episode. If you listen in order, you know. All right. Well, there you go. But yes, LinkedIn. So if you're a LinkedIn person... I can't help you. You, you Don't might. link with me. Like, there's nothing I can do for you. Right. So they took those millions of passwords on LinkedIn, and they put them on a, on a public website, and then people started getting all the names and passwords. So that's how this happened. Yeah. Well, that's it. I'm go. good. You all right there, buddy? You're stretching. Are you okay? Uh, I got pneumonia. I was wheezing and coughing last week, the week before. I, have, I had a chest x-ray yesterday. Is it called, is it walking pneumonia? Yeah, and the boogie woogie flu. I'm not going there. Well, that's a song. It's an old song. I know. No, I have I have some, I have, I'm waiting on my doctor to call me. I told him to call me after 12 noon today, which is soon. And I said, give me an update, because the x-ray was yesterday at like 5 o'clock. So they mm-hmm. said, your doctor will have the results tonight so what or tomorrow. You, okay, so 
if you do have it, I got to take a uh, certain medicine that gets the water out of your lungs, and, and then I got I got to take probiotics because I took so many antibiotics for no reason. You feel now. like shit right now. I feel like shit. What now? Is it contagious? Well, you know, you seem very concerned, Scary. <laughs> which reminds me, I don't know if I mentioned this on another podcast, but I'll mention it again. You came to my desk last week. I was <laughs> just right. like that. By the way, that one was for that real. That was real. <laughs> and I was at my desk. Last week, I was even worse than this week. And I was hacking up a lung. And you, wa- my desk is the first desk when you walk into the morning show offices. I got the window, and I'm closest to the door. I got the hot spot. You walked in, and you looked at me, and you went, Brody, you okay? And I was coughing. I stopped coughing and turned my head to look. You had already turned around and were walking away down the hallway. You didn't even wait for my answer. That's not compassion. <laughs> How did I say it? You said, Brody, are you okay? And, and then you, you walked out. <laughs> you didn't want an answer. That was the equivalent of going, hey, how you doing? You don't really care how I'm doing. It's like a greeting. You wanted the credit for asking me how I was doing, but you didn't really care how I was doing. Well, I wanted to know a lot, but Brody, how you doing? Meaning like, all right, you're still alive? You no, have a pulse? You, said, you, you said, have a heartbeat? You're good? Okay, I'm out. I never answered you. What were you going to start telling me your ailments right then and there? You said, am I okay? You said, are you okay? Yeah. You didn't say, hey, Brody, it sucks. What's wrong with that? Because you didn't say, I'm sorry, you're not feeling good. You said, are you okay? That requires an answer. My response at that point was, (coughs) 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 and then you were gone. (laughs) So what am I supposed to do? Okay, what if, okay, let's let's walk this. You are a phony Hollywood type. That's bullshit. That is not You didn't really care. That's not true. If somebody came to you like down the hall and were like, did you see Brody's coughing? How's he doing? You'd be like, I don't know. Well, you would have lied and said, he's fine. Yeah, but you're walking. Do you remember asking me? I do. And do you remember what you were thinking as you walked away? (laughs) That that, there was free apple pie in the next room. (laughs) Yes, you weren't thinking about me at all. You weren't like, wow, poor guy. You were like, oh, I, I got credit. But, but there's a list of things to do when you're walking around here. I got so much going on on my plate. There's a lot going on. And then, so really, like, did, you were a part of my checklist. Would you rather me not ha- ask how you're feeling? Okay, so I got up and I followed you. Once I stopped coughing, I followed you. And you were over by the interns just standing around talking. You weren't doing anything you had to do. You weren't going to a meeting. You were like, oh, I got to get to do You were just, just shooting the breeze. You were probably asking them questions you didn't care so the answer if to. You, okay, if I asked you again... Brody, how are you doing? What are you going to say? I feel like shit. And then what? You're going to give, give me a list you know of what? your ailments? I'm going to feel like you genuinely cared. How but would you, you didn't. How would you respond? It's like when you, when Greg T was having an, uh, uh, an allergic reaction to uh, eating an apple, and he was choking, and he needed an EpiPen, and you left him. You're like, <laughs> oh, he's probably faking it. And you left him. You walked away. Because Greg T is the boy who cried wolf. Okay, Greg he wasn't has- crying wolf. His face exploded. It, it, it doubled in size. His throat was closing up. That's not the boy who cried wolf. That's the boy who cried. I got to tell you, Brody, Greg dealing with Greg T is a different animal. He no, no, really is. I, and then people not listening about to this Greg podcast T, need to know that. It's about you, though. It's you not about me. You don't genuinely care when you ask people how they're doing. But I really do. No, you're about you. And if it if it fits That's into not true. Oh, dude, if it fits into your world, you're all about it. But if it doesn't fit into your world, like you never say to me, Hey, how are your kids doing? Oh, your daughter's leaving for college? I, because be- you don't because you, you don't talk to them. Because you, you I know, do talk to them. You know what? My daughter's leaving for college in two weeks. Is she really? How where is she moving to? College. Where? She whatever college she's going okay, to. Okay, what, what okay, what you know. 
How how you, is she colicky? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I just don't. You don't talk about your family life. You don't offer it, so I don't. Ask. don't offer it. I don't ask. You have to ask. I can't walk. If I walked in and went, "Hey, scary, how's it going? Let me tell you about my daughter in gymnastics today." No, you're well, supposed to ask me because I ask you how your girlfriend's doing. True. I ask you, "Oh, you see, you going away for the weekend?" I go, "Are you taking your girlfriend?" You don't have, but you don't that's have, you wanting to live vicariously through me. No, I don't want to have a girlfriend. I have no interest. I'm just curious about your life. I'm showing interest in you. But I do show interest in you. No, you don't, because you don't want a wife and kids, so you have no interest in my wife and kids. Wow. But that all goes back to, hey, Brody, you okay? <laughs> Out the door. <laughs> how, you, how you feeling, Brody? If I told you what college my daughter went to, I'd be like, oh, she goes, to, oh, that's great. Anyway. What? I mean, how, do I, how else do I bond with you? Well, we bitch about shit. I know. Well, we, we have a bond on another level. I'll tell you how we bond. We had a guest on the show two weeks ago, and it was, he's a guest, right? We have guests in the studio, and you want to be nice to them. You never, you don't want to make fun of them, right? But sometimes when, a, when someone has a name that's clearly funny, privately, you want to joke about it. Sure. We had a very talented singer up here. No disrespect. I'm not bad-mouthing him. Very talented. I was very impressed with how good he was. But his name... Is Jack, and his last name is Hess. Jack Hess. Jack Hess. Yeah. But if you say it fast, it's Jack, Jack Hess. Hess. But we all, we all knew that because we looked at each other. And we right, giggled. you and we I giggled. were like, hey, his name is Jack, Jack Hess. Hess. Ah. Like if you're drunk in a bar, you're like, hey. Yeah. And by the way. Who are you going to see in concert? Jack, Jack Hess. And by the way, don't you think that he gets that all the time? Doesn't he, Don't you think he's aware of that? But here's the thing. If your last name is Hess, Right. And you're not part of the Hess family, the Hess truck family. They own the Jets for many years. If your last name is Hess, your father and mother can pretty much name you almost anything. Except Jack. Michael Hess. Robert Hess. Stephen Hess. Jack Hess. That's the one you can't do. The only one you can't do. Right? I mean, look, if you can think of a worse name to put in front of Hess... Then let us know. Tweet us. So that leads me to believe they did it on purpose. You think they named their kid Jackass? On purpose. I mean, it would have to be. My mom used to be a school teacher when I, when I, before I was born, and I was a little kid. And she had a kid in her class. The parent's last name was Schwartz. No joke. Not a joke. And they, they named their kid Bermuda. On purpose. On purpose. They named their daughter in her class. The kid's uh. name was Bermuda Schwartz. You'll never live that down. You're going to get made fun of in class. She had another kid in her class. Swear to God. It's not, it's not a joke. This was... Uh, so my mom taught in the late... Uh, late 50s? 60s. Early 60s. So in the 50s, the first Godzilla movie came out. Yep. Right? It was actually a Japanese movie, and they redubbed it in English, and it had Raymond Burr film some scenes in English to make it look like it was our film. I mean, as cheesy as you can get. They took Japanese footage, overdubbed it, and then stuck in Raymond Burr, the actor, and had him film scenes and changed the entire plot of the movie. Anyway, the story goes that the mother of this kid was pregnant, right? She was going to go into labor. But the husband desperately wanted to see Godzilla. So they took, the, they took her, the pregnant wife, going into labor to go see Godzilla. She named the kid Godzilla. The kid's name was Godzilla Brit. Oh I got. I, I would imagine at this point, God, they're probably like 
70, 67. I got to look them up online. Wow. But these, these are, sometimes you deliberately name your kids something to be spiteful. And but, I, but who does that serve? I that don't know. Serves, that's self-serving, and it's at the time. I mean, I mean to <laughs> me, that that is, oh, oh, my goodness. You all right? No, but you're. You don't even wait for the answer. <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> you're right, Brody. Yeah. Yeah. You're now you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because I know you're right. But here's my question about Jack Hess. If the kid's name was Jacob, he chose Jack. If his name is John, because as you know, Jack, for some strange reason, is a nickname for John. Like John F. Kennedy, people call him Jack. If his name is John Hess, and he's choosing to be Jack Hess, something's wrong there. That means he didn't think of it. How do you not think of it? Yeah. I went to high school. Hey, Jack Hess! You see him on the street. Jack Hess! Yeah. If you hey, see him, Jack! Right? You're walking down the street. You see him. He's a famous guy. He's got a couple of hit singles. You love his videos. Yes. You're a big fan. Jack Hess! Someone's going to come punch you. If he doesn't. Jack Hess! Like, if his last name was Hoff. If your last name Jack is Hoff, Hoff, you can't name your kid Jack. Cannot be Jack Hoff. Right, because then you get a guy saying he saw you doing it, and he wants $3,200 from you. <laughs> and by the way... Um, but I check went- out Jack Hess. He's a great singer. Yeah. We just did a nice plug for Jack Hess. Not a sponsor. Wait a minute. You want to Jack- plug Jack Hess? <laughs> <laughs> I went to school, high school with a Perry Winkle. <laughs> no. I did. I, I, I don't his know. His last name was Winkle. Le- it was the Winkle family, yes. And the, uh, the that's, kid, that's his name not is funny Perry. after the first time you hear it. Perry Winkle. Perry Winkle. <laughs> what, that's a that? color. Right. Right. His brother was Rip Van. I mean, you know what? I wouldn't put it past them. But that's what people are doing now. They're doing. Now? You went to school a while ago. No, but now even more. It's, I mean, look at Kim Kardashian West. What? What? One kid's name is North. So it's Northwest. That was done on purpose. Well, that was done on purpose, yes. Okay, can I tell you another uh, another celebrity story? Yes. Now that we got we moved on from Jackass. <laughs> so we had a big star in the building. Big. And we've had them on our show, but they weren't on our show this time. They were at another radio station down the hall. Big star. And we know this big star usually travels with a lot of people. A lot of posse. A lot of handlers. A lot of Makeup people, coat-carrying people. You know, this person needs a lot of people. Not a problem. I don't have a problem with that. Very talented person. So I'm leaving to go home. And this person's leaving through the freight elevator outside our studios. Where they take the garbage and the, and the freight, which goes to a back entrance. So if you don't want to be seen, you don't go down to regular elevators. But her people... Went down, oh, her, I said her. Her people went down the regular elevators with me, right? And I was already on, I got on the elevator, and then they joined on the elevator, so they didn't know that I got onto this floor. They kind of ran in the elevator the last second. And they're talking about her. Did, 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 did you see her smile? Did she smile? Did she have a good time? Do you think she had a good interview? Do you think she liked the interview? These are her handlers. Handlers, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I saw her smile. I think she enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, she seemed okay. Did she seem okay to you? I think she was okay. Oh, God, I hope she was okay. Yeah. Yeah, she seemed okay. You think the interview was okay? They didn't ask her any questions she didn't like, right? No, no, she was fine. I think she was fine. Are you sure she was fine? Are you sure she was fine? Yeah, I think she was fine. Uh, are you sure she was fine? I'm pretty sure she was fine. You're pretty sure she was fine? Did she smile? You saw her smile, right? She was happy. They were so worried that this person had a good experience. Now, part of me was saying, now you can give me your opinion. Part of me was saying, these people are just really good at making, they're, they're concerned. 
They're concerned about their person. And part of me was thinking, this person has them so nervous that they're so nervous that this person was happy, that it all went smoothly, that they're like on pins and needles. What do you think? I think that these people were hired specifically for this job. This was in their job description, and their sole focus in their job is to make sure that this person is happy. So if she's not happy, they didn't do their job. That was mission not accomplished. So I believe that Sometimes people are employed, and I know it's hard for us to fathom at our level. And yeah, nobody cares that we're happy. No, but people listening to us, I mean, nobody has, we don't have handlers, and we don't, and nor does anybody listening Can to you us. Imagine we so did it's, this, it's, it's hard to relate. Can you imagine we did this podcast, right? Let's say last week with Michael Rapport, and afterwards, people, our people were like, Do you think they enjoyed the interview with Michael Rapport? Do you think they had a good time with Michael right. Rapport? Do you think it was okay? She's gotten. There's so many people, and I know this person we're talking yeah. about. I'm not. I don't want to give it away, but no. I'm not, and please people, don't ask. I'm not gonna. Not gonna, Don't DM there's me. There's so many people in that person's world. Yeah. That and this person is so rich and so, uh, you know, they they got money to throw around for everything, and they probably have people that were that are hired just to do this job. Right. The task at hand is this. Make the star happy at all times. Right. Now, the and reason I told this story- We don't have that at our level. Right. The reason I told this story is so you could see that what goes behind the scenes with celebrities. Not so you can tweet me and go, if I guess it, will you tell me? Not going to tell you. Okay. What if I did? Not going to tell you. Because that's right. not the issue. The issue isn't who it was. I just I just wanted to share with you what goes on behind the scenes. Right. When you see like the handlers and the posse and the yep. people and the whole thing. These people, you know, and sometimes they're like friends from when they were younger- that they get hired to be like the the make sure that you're everything's okay, people. Did, does she have the water she needs? Did she get the, the the fruit platter she wanted? Was everything okay? Did they ask her any questions she was unhappy with? So sometimes people come in with nobody, nobody. Like we have a lot of guests that come up here, big stars. They come up with nobody. Like Sting and Shaggy were here. They walked here. The t- that time Will Smith came here, he came by himself. Came by himself. Chris Martin from Coldplay, he didn't bring a lot of people. Nope. That's nobody. One or two people, maybe. He comes in by himself. Eh. Some people come in with like 50 people. 50 people. And and you well, this in this case it was it was a big star, but in some cases, the person barely has a hit. Oh, sometimes the the posse is bigger than the career. 100 percent But when your career isn't as big, sometimes you want to act like your career is big. So you surround yourself with a posse so people will think, oh my God, this person has a lot of people. They must be on the way up or they must be bigger than I know. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's it. That's all you got for the moment? Well, I got, uh, I got un- uh, unused uh, jokes. Yeah. I still got that Chinese food delivery rant for Sammy <laughs> Sam 80. Oh, that's, wanna get, coming, that's coming wanna up. Get to that. You want to get to that. You want to do some email? What do you want to uh, do? You do a couple of emails and then I got, uh, got unused jokes. And then some grammar police. I got some grammar police. And I got uh, I got a, a rant I promised last week uh, with uh, a movie theater company. Not the movie theater rant. We already did that. This is a company that deals with movie tickets that I had a problem with. Right. Before we get into that, we have to talk about our friends at Grand Prix. Grand Prix sure. Motors in uh, the heart of Brooklyn. Uh, we are scheduling a date where Brody and I will come down and we will jump into some of your hottest vehicles. And maybe we'll pose on them like... I don't know if we are the the great poster guys for right, I'm sitting for, for I'm, sexy cars. I already told you. Sexy cars and unsexy men. Maybe that'll be the You'll name of the You'll lay across the hood of the Porsche. <laughs> not Porsche. I'm sorry. We got corrected last week. It's Porsche. 
Yeah. Let's say it correctly. Sc- scantily clad. Are we? We're not scantily clad women. We're not. We're not models. We're not beautiful people. No, but, but you know, what? you get into a hot car. Sometimes it makes you a little more beautiful. Yeah, they really are. They're at 2709 Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn. Now, you're at, you're probably sitting in Pennsylvania saying, well, what, what's in it for me? How do I get there? They'll get you a car. Go to GrandPrixMotors.com. They're at G-R-A-N-D-P-R-I-X-Motors.com. Here's what I like best about them. Because we've all bought cars, or most of us have bought cars. Yep. And you don't know if you want a Mercedes or BMW. You don't know if you want a Toyota or a Hyundai. Yeah. You don't know which minivan you want. Yeah. You got to go to multiple dealerships, right? Nope. No. Not with Grand Prix Motors. You go to Grand Prix Motors, you, you tell them, like, oh, I'm looking for a minivan. I'm looking for a sports car. I'm looking for whatever. They will show you and talk to you about all the cars. Within 24 to 48 hours, they will get you the car you want at a better price because they're using all the dealerships to compete right. against each other to get you a better deal. This is your one-stop shop. And uh, if you want to follow along online, it's grandprixmotors.com. Go there, and you can take a look at what they have for you. They got uh, 2018, 2019 models. Uh, they got also, they, they have, again, as Brody said, the competitive pricing. That's big. Um, but here's and, the other thing. Yes. They not only do the leasing of the cars, they take trade-ins. They do lease swaps, which is awesome. They do lease returns. You can return a lease if you want. Uh, they have their own body shop. So if you have to get a little work done, right. they'll take care of it for you. Uh, and so... This is it, an all-in-one place. This it, is like... Right a, it's, there, it's almost like a, a whole world. Because you can get to you know all your automotive needs in one place. I personally don't like driving from dealership to dealership and dealing with multiple salespeople, trying to remember who offered me what no. deal. Then the first guy offered you a better deal, so you go back to him. Then you go back to hard. You go back... All in one place, Grand Prix Motors, you're done. And the best part about them is they they literally become your friends. They become like family. And 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 you know you trust your friends more than you trust Listen, people got, that you don't people know. People from Brooklyn like us. Yeah. We're just everyday average people, straight talkers. Tell them that uh, Brooklyn boys sent you. Mail time. That sounds like it's mail time. Hi, what do you got, Scary? Welcome. You've got mail. Got a lot of email, but I'm only going to read one. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to read more than that. But because, Brody, you're going to want to hear some of these. First of all, people still riffing off of the name Scary Brody, Brody Scary. And, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I should just throw in the towel on this one. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, free dessert. Brooklyn Boys podcast with Scary and Brody from Mario Loera. What's up, guys? Love the podcast. I had to write in about this. My brother and I went through the drive-thru at McDonald's and ordered three coffees. One hot with cream and sugar, one iced with cream and sugar, and one iced sugar only. I got the hot first one. I, I got the hot first when then uh, one ice with cream. Blah, 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 blah. Started to drive and lost my place in the window. My brother had to walk in and get the coffee with no cream because they didn't put it in there. Before he left the car, I told him, even is not even, get your free dessert. Nice. He walked in, told them of the problem. They resolved it and was asked if there was anything else they could get for him. He said, yes, I'll have three cookies, please. They gave them to him at no cost. Yes, free dessert. (laughs) Free dessert. (laughs) Free dessert off the McDonald's fuck up. I like that. I'm really loving it. Um, thank you for that. Also, Samantha Page sent a message to our Facebook page. Yes, we have a Facebook page at the Brooklyn Boys on Facebook. Like the page if you can. We need more likes. Yeah, our Facebook page, by the way, is not why Facebook lost $120 billion. Right. 
Hi, Brody and Skiri. Hello. First, first of all, I want to say I love you guys so much. Also, I've started listening a few weeks ago and going in order, like you said. And on the Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, by episode, the time they hear this, it'll be a month and a half right, from now. <laughs> well, they uh, they just heard the Valentine's Day episode, and Skiri said nobody knows what the meaning of funny bone means, uh, and that made me laugh. That is because we all learn in school that it's called the humorous bone, like Brody said. And it actually is common knowledge to know that. I still disagree. Anyway, I'm assuming Skiri will never read this on the podcast because I'm taking Brody's side. Wrong. Uh, but I just had to message that and say that. Love you guys. Thank you, Sammy. XOXO, back to you. Yeah, just because you you favor Brody's opinion and not mine, I don't give a shit. I'm still going to read your stuff. Um... We uh, have the okay. We'll save the grammar police. Uh, this is oh, we're getting over oh, Brody. We're getting our first spam email to the account. I don't know how it, I, I, we were doing so well, Brody, until this point. Go ahead. Some company. No, we got spam. Our first piece well, of spam. It. As email. long as they, they don't have me watching porn, then they're okay. Hi there. Says so, um, hope all is well. I know this is pretty last minute, but curious to see if you might be interested in having fellow Brooklyn boy and recent LA transplant Jackson Public. The co-creator and executive producer of the Venture Brothers on the show, since he will be in town the first part of the Dude, week. Dude, you just gave him the plug. Oh. <laughs> that, that's not spam. That's pitching a guest. He pitched a guest. Anyway, we there's no he's on he's on this person from Adult Swim. You want well, to get I like Adult to Swim. Vanthan Abernathy. Not so much. All right. Well, we just gave you a shout out. But yeah, that's that's what you got in on the we, show. We respectfully dis- decline. Love Adult Swim. Though. Um, episode forty-five um, feedback from Crystal. Sounds like that a sounds disease. painful. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, hey, Crystal. Hey guys, had to write in after listening to today's podcast. Scary, you were one hundred percent being scouted by swingers. That was the episode that uh, my girlfriend and I got hit on by swingers on a bar rooftop. Yeah, I didn't think there was a doubt to that. I mean, I'm glad she's confirming it. Uh, hey, Scary, I, I know this because my husband and I have been in the lifestyle for 12 years. Ooh. We've hosted some of the biggest swinger parties in New England, and I would bet I know the couple that hit on you. Wow, that uh, must be a small circle. Uh, I would bet I would know. Yeah. Uh, I wonder happy- if she slept with them. Yeah. Well, if maybe. she knows them. I'd also be happy to answer all of your questions, Brody. If you read this email on the podcast, please omit my last name. Okay. Edit. You read her last name? <laughs> I read her last name. But why is her last name in the top of the email? I don't, that's what I want to know. Wait a minute. The email said... What, the email, email, the header has her full name on it. Why don't you not... The header. Read, the header. I didn't even know. Well, shouldn't the first line be, Hold don't on. read... By the way. I got to write this down. Because New rule. Yeah. The first line of your email should be, don't read my name in the podcast. Right. The subject same, line should be, same. don't read my name. Yes. And by the way, if you're going to be swinging all over New England. Why use an email address that has a header with your last name? By the way, if you're swinging all over New England, is there anyone left in New England you haven't slept with that doesn't know your last Wait, name? Wait, swinging in New England is my favorite song from Barry, Barry Manilow. Manilow. That's weekend in New England. Oh, but I'm what sorry. a weekend. But Jesus. What a weekend. Jesus. Can't you be uh, XOXO69girl at, at, at gmail.com? Oh my God! I gotta edit her name out. Name out. I'm. All right. So when you're hearing Jesus. this, it was edited. It was edited. It's already too late. All right. So keep reading. I'm interested. Oh, in, if I have any questions, what do you want to know? God. She's. <laughs> Brody's like, tell me more. Tell me more. Um. Yeah. Uh, text or email me, Brody, about the wonderful world of swinging. Hashtag slowfinjizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then she has. Okay. She leaves her email and. Oh, there's an interesting picture. I'll show that to you after the podcast, Brody. Okay, be careful. They might have you on video looking at that picture. Hold on. I got to send $3,200 to a Bitcoin account in Zimbabwe. Anyway. Right. Oh, 
Uh, all right, there you go. I got some stuff to read. Uh, you want email? You want to do the mail? I time? got some, I got some DMs and some grammar police. Who slid into your DM? This well, it's week? some grammar police. Well, we'll start with just sliding into your DMs. Grammar but police. But it's grammar police. All right, well. Uh... Grammar police. Grammar police. Grammar police. Now this is the first time we're playing this song since it aired on Elvis Strand in the Morning Show. That's right. We actually snuck this into the big show. That's right. We've been doing it a lot lately. Yep. All right. So, uh, seeking caffeine eighty two, seeking with no G. Seeking. Uh, sent me a picture uh, that they took, and uh, it was from a pizza place that they passed by. I believe it's in Yonkers, New York. The sign says, and it's a professional sign. Look at that, scary. It's a giant poster. That's a huge-ass poster. With li- was, liquor bottles. And, and it looks it like, says, by the way, this is one of those posters that has several renderings and has to go through several filters right, in order to get out there. It's a big stand. It's Tremendous. A, it looks like it's four feet by three feet. Right. It says, see you for cocktails. Open late night. Uh-oh. Hours, 11 a.m. until as long as Y-O-U-R thirsty. Oh. You're thirsty. Really? So, yeah. And, then, and so it's at... Fortina Pizza. So I tweeted at Fortina Pizza with the picture of the sign, and I said, "Hey, at Fortina Pizza, you made a mistake in the sign. Used the wrong your. Thought you'd want to know." And they wrote me back on Twitter. And what did they write? Not exactly scholars over here. We do make a hell of a pizza, though. And so they're not going to change it. They've got no intention. Well, they spelled hell of a and though wrong. You kidding me? No, but That's I give him crazy. credit for writing back. Um, Sh- shout out. Listen, Fortina Pizza, better be some damn good pizza if they can't spell. Uh, from Kevin Katz, Kevin K773 on Twitter. Here's a ground police. Uh, new month added to the calendar. Uh, and it's a. Oh, I have that. It's one. A, board of, a board of events for the month of August. A U G U A S T. And that's a professionally done board, too. Yeah. And that's permanent. Who the hell did that? He wrote, I'm ashamed of my job. Yeah. SMH. Uh, from Cassiopedia. So I have to grammar police, hashtag grammar police myself here. Uh-oh. Or herself. Because I realized only after wearing this shirt all day that there is no apostrophe in girls. Don't! And she's wearing a shirt at Wrigley Field, and it says diamonds are a girl's best friend. And oh, it's, no. it's girls plural. Oh, who does that? Well, the person who made that shirt. That's uh, terrible. Not Grammar Police, but it's in my same folder. Yep. I want to send a fuck you to at Dallas Susayas, D-A-L-I-S-U-S-A-Y-S, Dallas Susayas, <laughs> who decided to tweet all of his favorite reporters. And they are all very much of the same ilk of reporters. <laughs> and one of them is David Brody, CBN. Who? The other David Brody. Oh. So he wrote at David Brody and then wrote David Brody CBM. N. Oh, my God. So I wrote back to Dally Sue. Oh, it's Dally Sue says, hey, man, the same email, the same tweet I sent everybody. That's not me. Please delete your tweet. A couple of our listeners tweeted him. Hey, man, wrong David Brody. Please delete the tweet. Douchebag hasn't deleted his tweet yet. Son of a bitch. So if you feel like, you know, reaching out to somebody... D-A-L-I-S-U Dalisu yep. Says S-A-Y-S Dalisu says Delete the tweet Yeah uh, I want to send a shout out Not grammar police But a little free dessert To Thomas Flahiv He's at Joker Underscore Thomas 11 
He says Taco Bell in Lehigh Acres made up big time today for another store's mistake. So one store screwed over, screwed him over. He showed the receipt to a different store where he was at. They honored it, gave him credit, and gave him a free gift card, free dessert. Oh, Boom. Boom. What do you got? Congratulations. More grammar police. Uh, <laughs> this is disgusting. Uh, from Just spotted in Pennsylvania from uh, at Lexi Murray on Twitter. Uh, they were at a chicken place. And the sign, professional sign, said today's special. 10-piece Tinder biscuits at, at with chicken. 10-piece, P-E-A-C-E, Tinder. T-I-N-D-E-R. Oh, you swipe left if the chicken's good? 10-piece tinders with biscuits and a can of soda for $9.99. Thank you so much for that one. Hold on, wait, there's more. Uh, I got... <laughs> we, we had to do it fast and furious on these. Uh, uh, the Grand Police from Mom at Mom2Twins12 sending in this sign above some bar that said no smoking please and smoking is s-m-o-k-e-i-n-g and it's carved out in wood so they ain't gonna correct that anytime soon uh also we have to say hello to our friends at um where is it oh it's um oh this guy sent it in uh at brandon taylor it's go fuck fan 215 thank you philadelphia represented i don't know where you get go cuff fan um, What's the problem? I'm confused. It's a grammar police sign. Right. They, they, they do, uh, it must have, oh, it's our favorite, Dunkin' Donuts. But they hand wrote in a sign, handwritten in a sign. They have the new donut fries and the flavors. They have new cocky dough. C-O-K-K-I-E dough. Oh, yes, I saw that one. Cocky dough for everybody, for all the girls and boys. Send us your grammar police on Twitter to at Brooklyn Boys WTF. Use hashtag Grammar Police. Put that so in the subject for, line. Put that, yeah. So we can easily sort them and retweet them. Thank you so much for oh, that. Oh, if they're in Twitter, then yes. Uh, on email, Twitter. email, put in the yeah, subject line. Yeah, so anyway. All right, you want to do some unused jokes? I would love to. I only got a couple. These are, and I'm going to keep repeating it because sometimes this is your first episode listening. These are things Brody or I have written, but mainly Brody, have written for the big show members uh, that got rejected and never got read on the air. So well, he's going to give yeah. you the setup and what the, the punchline that was never used on the radio. Go for it, Brody. Now, the first one, you and I both wrote jokes for this one. Yes. Elvis said he met Chance, the rapper's brother, Yeah. at, uh, at NBC. Yeah. And he was trying to remember his name. So I wrote, his name is No Chance, the rapper. Right. And you wrote... Community Chest, the rapper. Because a it's, monopoly that's a monopoly joke. joke. And Elvis actually eventually did read that on the big show as to point to poke fun at me. Right. Said, Scary, this is the joke you give right. me. Uh, Greg T's Topic Train was talking about, Have you ever eaten Play Doh? And my joke was, Yeah, and it came out looking like spaghetti. If you ever played with Play Doh, yep. Goes to the grinder. Yeah. Yep. Now, I'm going to save that one. Oh, uh, Danielle on our show did a story that. The great show with Kiefer Sutherland, 24, is coming out with a prequel. Oh. So I said, what's it called? 23? We didn't get to that one. Uh, oh. Two people on our show wrote the same joke, and we didn't do it on the air. Someone did a... We did is, a is, this, is this the joke here? Uh, I can't see it. Is that the joke? No. Okay. No, we were talking about a story. Oh, Garrett brought in sound. Garrett on the show. Um... That a pizza delivery guy went to somebody's house, 
and they were just moving in and they had a baby grand piano either outside or when you first walked in. And he said, oh, let me play it. Sat down at the piano and he played incredibly well. Amazingly well. Not that pizza delivery guys can't play piano, but it was the fact that he was just like, oh, and they recorded him playing it. Seems odd they recorded him playing it, but they recorded him playing it. So my joke was, because he recently quit and he's looking for work, I said, oh, you know it wasn't Papa John because he only plays the white keys. <laughs> so two people, Nate also is, on the show, wrote, wrote the wrote same joke. joke. We didn't get to it. If you don't know the Papa John story, look it up. I don't want to get into the politics of it. It's funny. I don't, I don't read too much into it. Uh, lastly, Elvis on the big show was talking about how many sexual partners the average man has, how many he admits to, the average woman, how many. And we, we, talk, we had people calling up with how many sexual partners they had by a certain age. And Elvis's whole thing was, what's in the past is in the past. Right? It doesn't matter. Sure. So my joke, and if you know Elvis, you'll understand why this is funny. I said, Elvis likes to put all of his sexual partners behind him. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to that one. Are you okay, bro? Are you wheezing? <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm, I'm just wheezing, gonna keep... baby. Wheezing, baby. I don't care if you're going to answer me or not. I'm just going to keep going because I don't really care about you. That's right. Go on. <laughs> what do you got? And then I got, I got to talk about no, no, it's my rewards good. card with the movie theater. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, first of all, Tiana Nordeng wrote us. Hey, boys, longtime fan of you both. Uh, I tend to listen to the podcast while cleaning my grandma's house. Last Sunday, I had it playing through my speakers. I always talk about even is not even. And I have to get you. You got to get your free dessert. I pointed this out to my 73-year-old grandma that this is where I got those phrases from. Her first reaction was, is this Larry David? Talking about David Brody. Pretty damn close. Fast forward a few days uh, to have our cable boxes. Two of the cable boxes were not working. I told her not to let them give her the runaround. Of course they did and made her wait four days for a new remote. Well, the remote arrived finally and she called back and said this wasn't the issue and that they needed to send out a tech. I said, you better get a refund for those missed days. She said... I did. They refunded me the money for those days. Proud granddaughter moment. Granny even knew that even was not even, and she got her money back for those four days. Thought you guys would enjoy that. Thank you. All right, very good. So, All right. Well, here's up? an even is not even moment? situation. Uh-oh. I am a member, as is my wife. We share a card for AMC Stubbs Rewards. We go to AMC movie theaters all the time. And if you, if you spend money using your card, right, you give your card, you get points, okay? We go family of five to the movies all the time, family of four, depends who wants to go. We go to the IMAX, the 3D, spend a lot of money. So what my wife likes to do is she likes to use the points towards the free popcorns, right? Because you, you don't want to buy a jumbo popcorn for like $37, but if you have free points, you use the points towards the popcorn, you feel like you got something for free. Sure. So, I'm going to the movies. Yes, I think with my buddy Jeff at one point. I think this is one of the uh, times when I used, where he owed me money. (laughs) And I go to buy the tickets. And on any other app, this is not a problem. On this fucking app, it's a problem. When you go to pay for your tickets, it says, how do you want to pay for your tickets? I say credit card, right? I have a credit card on file with AMC Stubbs. So, it says, this credit card? Yes. And you go to close your transaction, and you hit pay, right? You hit pay. Yep. And it says, congratulations, 
You've ordered your tickets. Here's your your uh, your your uh, QR code. Your total is zero. Right. Sounds my, sounds legit. My total is zero. Why? Because it used my points towards the ticket. Oh no! Even though I told it to use the credit card. Right. Right. I don't want to use the points. The points belong to my wife, who is none too happy that I used the points. <laughs> she thinks you fucked her. Right. And not in the good way. There is no good way. Trust me. So, she says to me, I see on my balance you used all the points for your two tickets. Ugh. You're not supposed to use my points. So I say, I didn't mean to use the points. It said, what kind of payment do you want to make? I put the credit card in, my visa, and it still took the points. That's terrible. That's a glitch. It's or, a glitch. Or they fuck you on purpose. So I go on to the social media, right? Because I called. Seems fair. I called the number, the 800 number, and they, they couldn't help me. They said, we can't give you points back. But go through customer service on social media. They'll be able to help you. So I go to AMC. AMC helps. At AMC helps. Bullshit. Change your name. <laughs> so here's how it starts off. At AMC Theaters, I tried to... Oh, oh, oh. So on the app, it says, if you have a problem, leave feedback here. Yeah. So I go to leave feedback. It says, type your feedback in the box, put your email address in, and send the feedback. I do that, and it says, invalid email. Well, now I've typed the whole thing, but I didn't save it because it's in the box. So I go, all right, uh, invalid email. Maybe it's because I'm using AOL. I know it's coming. Hold on. Sometimes the apps don't read AOL. Okay. So I write the whole explanation again, but this time I copy it, and I put another email address, invalid email address. So I put my wife's email address. Invalid. I use all seven of my email addresses. Now, why is it Gmail, corporate, invalid. So I go to AMC Theater, and I say, at AMC Theaters, I tried to leave feedback on your app, but the app feedback section says my email address is invalid no matter which of my seven email addresses I use. I want to be able to buy tickets without using my Stubbs reward points. It won't let me. There's no option. By the way, Fandango has the option. So, at AMC Helps writes me back because they must have told him, hey, write this guy back. So sorry for that, David. Can you DM me your AMC Stubbs account number so I can look into this? Paul. Paul. See there? He wrote Paul. Uh Uh-oh. So I write back. (laughs) Can you please follow me so I can DM you because my third-party app doesn't allow DMs Unless we follow each other. Right. I'm not using the Twitter desktop. I spell it out. AMC Helps writes back. Very sorry for that. Can you send me your email address so I can investigate? You should be able to DM me through the following link, Paul. He sends me a link, which is the link to DM. So I write back, seriously, I know how to DM. I explained to you why I can't. Please read... What I wrote. I don't need a link to DM as if I don't know where the DM is. Just open the app and go to the app feedback section and try to leave feedback yourself and see if your email address works. Also, 
please submit my complaint about not being able to pay with a credit card when you have points to the app developers. I've noted this feedback for my website and mobile app team to look into and fix as soon as possible, Paul. Replying to AMC helps me. So you're not going to follow me even though you asked me to direct message you and I asked you nicely to follow me so I can direct message you my account? What is the problem? Follow me so I can DM you and then later you can unfollow me. Right. So they write back, I'm not sure why you're having a problem DMing us. Oh, God. So I again write back, I told you, you have to follow me so I can DM you. I'm using a third-party app. So they write back, thank you for your feedback. Unfortunately, since the rewards have already been activated, they will continue to automatically be used on, on each transaction. Sadly, I can't return the points back to your card. So I write back, that's bullshit, Paul. I want my points back. Charge my credit card. That's not fair. I didn't want to use the points. You should have an option. It's 2018. Or it was 2018 if you're way behind on these podcasts. You should have an option. You, Why did you ask me how I want to pay for it if you're not going to let me use my credit card? You need to do something to make up for this. So they write back, I'd be more than happy to send you four movie passes to cover for the cost of the rewards that were activated. If this is acceptable... Are they going to send you money for your blood pressure medication anytime soon? So they write back, if this is, if this is acceptable, please DM us with your mailing address. So I write back, I, I really appreciate that, but I can't, can't DM, DM you! <laughs> F you, Paul! Don't tell me that's where it ends. No. Where it ended was, I then went home and DM'd them from the desktop. Of course. Begrudgingly. They got their way. And I, But I got my four movie passes within a week. I got free dessert because even is not even. But fuck you, Paul, anyway, for being a dumbass and not being able to read that I can't DM you. They follow an instruction and manual. Selling me, sending me a link. Nah. This is how you DM us. Click the link. These people are fucking mental you know morons. I'm verified on Twitter, bitch. Morons. They read off of manuals. They know if if person says A, right. you respond with A. You person says B, you, they, there's it's all robotic. So he, Even so, though there might be a real person right. they're typing, they're just spitting out bullshit because that's what they've been told to write. Right. They don't have minds of their own. They can't think on their own. I don't think they can think when they leave their fucking job. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't think his name's really Paul. Probably not. Yeah. But here's what I'll say. I'm getting angry for you on this Paul, one. dumb as a brick. However, they eventually did right by me. No. But they didn't fix the feedback link nope. on the app. Nope. This is this is three weeks ago. Nope. They didn't fix it. And you still can't choose the option not to use your points. Get the fuck out of here. The fuck with your app. The fuck. Which sucks. Well, here's what you can do. You can go on Fandango that's and use right. your AMC card that's right. and buy the tickets that way. What the fuck is wrong with these people? WTF. What the Fandango? I'm telling you, man. It's ridiculous. And you know what? Last week on the Michael Rappaport episode, I talked about Taco Bell. Yeah. I forgot something. Fuck you, Jasmine. That was her name at the drive-thru. Jasmine. Fuck you, Jasmine. I'd like to leave us on a wonderful uh, note. This is my favorite Hurry it up, because I'm I'm all upset now. Tweet of the week. Jumma Dean. Add Jumma Dean on Twitter. Hurry up. You know those atop the highway signs? 
You yeah. think this one is real? This person says they got a screenshot of this. Go ahead. It's Adopt a Highway, Chris Bang's family and friends. Yeah, Chris, Chris Bang's, Bang's family and friends. <laughs> Chris Bang's family and friends. No way is that real. I bet you it is. Not real. I think Chris Bang's really donated a lot of money to uh, fix that part of the highway. And, and I him think and it's his hilarious. family and his friends I think it's adopted the highway. All right. You don't think so? No. Come on. No. I, you got to believe that there's a Chris Bangs out there that did this. I left my ass off on it. I'm just saying. And by the way, for those of you who Stop got it, and you know what I'm talking about, you got it. If you didn't get it, you didn't get it. Brooklyn! 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 Boys, Brooklyn! Brooklyn! Brooklyn!